0: Good morning, everybody, <coughs> and welcome to Sandy Q and A, which today is brought to you from the garden because preparations are afoot. Because today is my birthday. Hey, lovely! I get the prizes. Fantastic! Kind of pales in insignificance significance when you're 52. Kind of takes the sting out of it, like when you were a kid. I'm seven and three quarters. That kind of thing. But still, very nice. People will come round. We will have drinks. We will have some food. Thanks. What's not to like? So. Uh, right, for the introduction. Uh from oh, I need my glasses. Uh, prepared as normal. Yeah, you better read these things, don't I? Right. Uh GTA 5, Zap Arona says, Speak slowly, mate. Not only Brits listening, you and you even and they probably got an issue to understand. Slow down. Well, Soprona, what I'll do is I'll probably try and get you some tub <laughs> No, joking apart, I do understand it, having said that the sunday q and a is already ridiculously long. If I have to start speaking slowly, it's going go into the it's going to go into marvel film territories. But if anyone knows out there, I think there is a way that you can actually get some kind of audio description, whereas YouTube will pick up on what you're saying. And, you know, like a Google Translate or a Google something or other will actually throw up subtitles. So if anyone knows anything about that, please do, and we can do Zacca for a pr Zacca Zach ro Piona a favour. Failing that, I'm just gonna have to bang along as normal, mate. The kind of this um this mockney style which I seem to have developed just kind of it's kind of a little bit me, I'm afraid. So, anyway, I'm sorry if you can't catch all of it. I say if there's something we can do to help the gentleman along, you know, some kind of audio description. Brilliant. Uh, the Ferris, the Campbell. TikTok. What's that? Because I'm, um, I'm on the TikTok now. And I'm on the Instagram as well. I don't know why. Apparently, it's kind of the way forward with these things. So, as usual, prepared. In a minute, there'll be a little bit comes up at the bottom by the marble heat Uh, yeah hang on in a minute due to the wonders of wonders of modern, modern technology there'll be a little banner that comes up at the bottom which will show you the address that I've got on TikTok and on Instagram It's P underscore the underscore courier underscore driver. There are some... Because these short videos seem to work better on these things. There are some shorts which are coming onto YouTube anyway. But if you want to see them sooner, you can subscribe. on If you're on the Insta, if you're onto the 12-year-old TikTok thing, I don't understand any of it. But it's there if you want it. I kind of figure if I'm going to make it for YouTube, I might as well whack him across. You know, all strings to your bow, innit? Um, and also, Steve, he says... Because he said about the funeral service, he's... um. He's, he's, he's a bit poorly. I'm going to go into details, but all I will say, Steve, I think, hopefully, that one won't be too scary. I know some of them you go, oh. That one's not one you go, all oh, to Mate, all power to you. I really hope it sorts itself out. He's it's got to go in. And, and um, happy birthday for tomorrow right so we have done the U- now so we're on the youtube shorts as i said with the thing i did one on the strap on the ratchet strap winder and i did one on um the retractable ratchet strap like i say there's a few more coming up soon um Bexization says um about the strap winder the frisbee one brilliant idea especially during the dark and wet winter months when you have cold hands that strap winder really comes into its own when the straps are wet when it's dry, no problem. Ba, 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 ba. When it's wet, you know, oh, this is. Ugh. You might have five or six of them. And if they're cold, and if not, even you, most of the gloves are leather gloves. Brilliant. They get soaked within the first strap. So that strap winder, I, I, honestly, is an absolute. I think they're thirteen pound. Right, coming to you before we go. Dale Steele says, <clears throat> "Come on, Pedro. Where they sell them, kid? <laughs> right, the uh, the frisbee strap winder is on eBay." And I think the cheapest price on it is 13.75. And just type in drill bit strap winder or frisbee strap winder or something like that. It should come up. And the um, the retractable ratchet straps, which I use to tie down my pallet truck, you get a pack of two of them on Amazon, round about 21 quid. And you want to type in retractable ratchet straps, so like that. Um, Hong Kong Fooey says. Yeah, it says, the, the, the one with the retractable ratchet strap should come with gloves or hard hats and some safety glasses for when the hook whip's back and takes your eye out so you end up in a and E. will be honest, that one isn't a scary one. What is scary is with the Frisbee strap winder, when you're winding it up, when you get to near the end, slow down. As I've said before, because otherwise, that metal bit has got just the right speed and just the right momentum to hit you just where you don't want it to. <laughs> You do it once or twice, and you go, I'm not doing that again. Right, so, guys, and ladies, of course, the ULEZ is changing. As of Monday, as of Monday the 25th, the ULEZ for vans, there is a video on it, is now going to be inside the North Circular. So that's the, yeah, the ultra-low emission zone, not the low emission zone, which is kind of... <clears throat> the m25 but only kind of not quite and that's more applicable to lorries and is to vans um rpad says be aware the minimum is euro three for the um the for the lez zone yeah to go inside you need to be euro three or above if you go in with less than euro three i assume they'll just hit you with a whopping great fine um, normally you can you can go in with Euro three and right above it is a charge. Um, less than Euro three, how many people out there have got vans that are less than Euro three? I don't know. I don't. In my opinion, vans don't seem to last that long. But um, be aware of the fact. Steve Athers, he says, "Morning, Pete. Always lovely see your general chats." He says, "My daughter drove into the zones and didn't pay and got fined. Paid eighty pound for each zone." Yeah, my kid drove in the other day. She went to see her mate. And then she came out and she said, I don't know if I'm on the zone or not. And she's driving in in a diesel mini countryman 2011, she had to, because she drove into like the centre bit, she had to pay £27.50 worth of, worth of charges. And with the, with the parking and with the diesel, she went, I said, I've got a train. But you learn as you should go. I didn't know she'd done it. So I wasn't, I'm not sure on cars anyway. Uh, Tony S. Driving in London isn't easy, isn't exactly an enjoyable experience. Therefore, most people in, um, most people driving in London do so because they have to. My point being, charge or no charge, there will be the exact same amount of vehicles on the road. So does it really reduce um, emissions or is it just to lie in the pockets of the government? As Dave, my mate Dave the Taxi Driver says, economic cleansing in the name of ecology and he's a cab driver, he drives London all the time. It's a good question, but then coming back to it, I mean, would my kid not have driven in London if she'd have known there were zone charges? No, she wouldn't, so it would have reduced it by at least one car that day. Um, Is it a way of making money? The cynical part of me says, yeah. It is. Oh, let's just stick an emission zone on, and we can just tuck tuck up all the um the small owner drivers to the tune of sixty pound, hundred pound, thirty pound a day. So they're going to have to pay it anyway. And you pass the costs on. The thing is, you pass the costs on to your shipper, who passes the costs on to his customer, who puts the price of his gear up. It's just inflationary. It's just got the knock-on effect, in my opinion. Um, Jez says, if no one pays, they're all screwed. This is true, mate. First up against the wall when the revolution comes. Problem is. We're not going to be in that situation because some people Oh, I've got to pay. We're all going to go, I've got to pay. Otherwise, I'll end with a fine, take me to court. So, yeah, be nice. But, you know, power to the people. Remains to be seen. Sean Gilmartin, he said, I sacked off London years ago. It's no good for your health. Did it for 20 years. Um, Latterly, eight years, pick-ups, multi-drops hospitals. He said, it's stress city. That's the other answer. I mean, now I can't go inside the 25, although it is a bit of a problem, because sometimes I did a job down at Tombridge, and every job you go in, I can do that, with no. I can do that, with no. Oh, that one's picking up inside the zone. That was dropping off inside the zone. That one's picking up and dropping off somewhere else. Oh no, there's a second stop inside the zone. So it is a problem. Um, having said that, I don't, really don't miss going in there. So, and you will find a job. I did, so it took me a little while to find a job, but I found a job, then found one after it. So it wasn't the worst of days. Um, Adney Drum says IP I've been looking for a small used van at the right price for a month or so no, yuck, no luck yet. If I was you would you go you compliant vehicle or get the best deal and live with the charge? For me if I went into the zone three times a week it could wipe out the profit on a couple of jobs. If it was me I would go for a less ULES compliant vehicle and just pass the charge on to the customer. Because if you're buying a new van, you're still going to have to pay the charge. You go, well, I can drive in for free. Yeah, but you've had to give another two, three, four, five grand for that van, which is depreciating. So the money you're losing in depreciation is only the same as if you'd have bought an older van and paid the charge on top. In fact, I dare say buying an older van and paying the charge on top across the board will actually work out cheaper. Um, JJ says, along with the daft prices at the pump, rising and running costs is why I'm downsizing to a long wheel, from a long wheelbase to a small Euro six van. I can only see more places around the country introducing the emission zone and clean air acts. This is true. I believe Manchester's about to get one. I believe Newcastle's about to get one. I believe Oxford's about to get one. Sooner or later, all major cities will have a zone of some description. It's going it's to happen. It is, in my opinion, at least, a tax in disguise. David Winter would agree with you. But the government have got to be seen to tick boxes on emissions. What really needs to happen, in my opinion, is investment in the national grid to increase the number of charging points so there's greater uptake in electric commercial vehicles. Yeah, I mean, electric commercial vehicles are really the Amazon vans are there, but they do about twenty miles or maybe forty. I don't know. It's no good to me, is it, when someone says, "Can you take it to Newcastle and back?" So, but yeah, at the moment, it's, and I don't, I've, I've yet to see an electric lorry. I'm sure they they probably are out there. and someone going, here you go, Pete. Here's a link. I'll pass it on when we get to the bit with the wise guys. But yeah, you're right. At the moment, it's just not. It, there's not. It's not fit for purpose. You can't do it. See you, eleven Yen. Hello Ian, how you doing, mate? He said so forty pound in fees for a small van, Euro five to go into the city. I'm not forty. I mean it's gonna cost you to drive into the, the inside the North Circular fifteen uh let me get this right. £12.50. And it's gonna cost you to drive into the city thirty pound. £27.50, so if you're going inside the North Circular, stick 15 quid on the job. If you're going into the city, stick £30 on the job, but also be aware that going 10 miles across London is very different to going 10 miles across Lincoln. 10 miles across Lincoln, you can probably do in 15-20 minutes. 10 miles across London, you can probably do in a day. So you have got to factor a time thing onto your jobs here. But yeah, I mean you're gonna to have to pass the cost on because 'cause you're not gonna go do the job for the same money, you go, well I'll do that I'd normally do that job for sixty five pounds. So I'd in a small van, i would do it for sixty five pounds. Knowing that, 35, that thirty five thirty pound of it you've got to give to old um, Sadiq so Khan. You, you only get thirty five quid for driving into London. You have to be out of your mind. But yeah, I would say you no, know, if you can pass on just what it charges you that, that's you're not you're not asking for any more money. You were just going, this is how much it's going to cost me extra to do the job. Um Graham North, he said, I paid over 200 in direct debits. What a joke. will be even more this month. Yeah, mate, tell me about it. Just for me to drive, if I want to drive into the city, it's hundred £112.50. Yeah, £100 to go into the zone and £12.50 for the congestion. I just choose not to do it. Because when you put that kind of money on a job, you price yourself out of the job anyway. The shipper doesn't want to pay that kind of money, and I don't really want to go into London, so let someone else know. Um, Gil Martin says, um, Sean Gil Martin, he said, um, sacked London off years ago, not good for your health. Did it for, oh yeah, hang on a second. No, we've done that one. Sorry, Sean, I've I've written you down twice. Uh, And finally, the nefarious Steve Campbell (laughs) says, you can get a set of plates made up on eBay for 12 quid find a van similar to yours, buy copies of the plates, drive to London, put the plates all over yours, remove them when you get back. Your van hasn't been to London. Steve, mate, you've got to stop. I'll tell you what I always fancied, you know, like was it Goldfinger, the Aston Martin had the revolving number plates so you had a number plate for each um, each country you was in, that'd be quite cool if you had your number plates and you could flick them over for some, I I don't want to stuff anybody else up, let's put some generic number that doesn't exist on there, drive in, <laughs> I had friends actually when we used to be in the market when they bought in the U- early zone, uh, U- Liz, the zone whose vans were too old, worked out where the cameras were, used to stop round the corner, Market clip a bit of cardboard to the front of the number plate, drive past the camera and take it off again. Not good, really not good guys. It was another another lifetime ago, so. Right. I was off the road for two days. I did a bit I did a lot of gardening. All these hedges around here, all the hedges around there, they've all gone down to the um, tidy tip because that's now open. I don't have to make appointments anymore. We've got one of them great big sort of bags I used to do the stones on the driveway. This isn't relevant. Um, Yeah, but I was off the road for two days and I've got to be honest, it was scary. Because once we discovered it could be an ECU, I thought I could be off the road here for a week. Two weeks and then DAF get hold of it, and then they tell me I need an ECU and it's going to cost me a grand for the ECU plus the fitting. And do I need a, would it be cheaper to go and buy another lorry and maybe get this one sorted? As it was, I managed to get a guy who's who, who really knows the school with DAF, turned up with a computer um, a day later at night in the pouring rain, found out it was a wire. And I've been driving it for the last two days here, there, and everywhere. I I took the the next day off just in case and just did it for a little test drive because I didn't want to take on a job in case the job went wrong and it broke down and I'm stuck with someone's gear on board and had to get recovered because that could be expensive. Uh, Besides, I've got edges to cut. Um, But, no, I'd done the whole thing. And, um, no, I was very, very, very lucky. So, well done, Alice, for sorting yourself out there. And well done to my mate John, who's a superstar who got it fixed for me. Uh, Right, two days off the road. Philip Eagleton, he said, Glad it wasn't as bad as you feared. I've just started back this week having to have to self-isolate for 10 days due to the COVID. Uh, Mate, good luck getting back to it, and I hope you feel all right. Uh, Steve Athers, he says, Hi, Pete, he says, We've got the same problem with DAF getting things done. We park in a DAF dealership in Trafford and still struggle to get jobs um, lulled as they are so short of decent fitters. But as you said, it's the only... It's only a truck and nobody is poorly or injured. So take care, take money. Yeah, that's the thing. At the end of the day, it's just a machine. Yeah, I, I, you, you, the, the things in life that really matter are the things you don't even see coming and they will hit you sideways. The truck's off the road. I'm, I've still got a bed to sleep in. I'm not hungry. I've got a family to speak to me. I ain't going to cry about it. But um, at the end of the day, also, I've got a family that I need to keep feeding. So I do need to get back to work. So I was very grateful. But yeah, it is a pain. The dafs seen in Mahemall, um, um, I've got a two-week waiting list. Daf's in Dunstable, have got a two-week waiting list. It's the same everywhere. We can't get drivers. We can't get fitters. If you're making, they're charging a hundred and seven pound an hour. If I was charging a hundred and seven pound an hour, I'd seriously start recruiting some people, training them up, and getting some more lorries in, and turning it around quickly. Because if they have had, if they could have said, "We'll look at your lorry today," I'd have put it in. Instead, I had to scout around, finding someone else to do it. So, you know. I, just, I think it's laps of daisy call myself. I think it's short sighted business, but what do I know? Um, Supercross says the problem, Pete, with DAF trucks. He said, We run three DAF 18 tonnes. And if you haven't already had it, when it's wet outside, I get one of many faults, brake system manufacturer. That's absolutely a sensor issue. I don't get brake sensors. What we get is drain or, well, what I get is drain fuel filter. If it's poured down with rain, I drive down the road, orange light comes on. Bip, 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 bip. It sounds like um, the Lone Ranger. Ba-ba-dum, 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 ba-ba-dum. That's what it does when the lights go on. Um, when you open the door the lights are on, you know. Uh, I, I get one saying drain fuel filler, but it's an orange light and normally after driving it for about five ten minutes, it goes off, it may be, the, The engine heats up and whatever moisture it's detected has gone. That's the only problem I have. And I don't get scared by that, because it's Norwich Light. And if I had to drain the fuel filter, I'd ask Mark how to do it. But, yeah, no, I suppose it's an issue with all motors. They've all got their foibles, haven't they? Uh, Comrade Bismarck says... um, Is that Mark from Osborne in Leighton Buzzard? I take my tractor units and trailers there for PMI MOT. No. No, that's Mark and his son Vince, who used to work for Shaw Brothers, which is on the A5 just outside of Dunstable. He does my trucks and he does Ian's trucks up the road and he still does the MOTs for Shaw Brothers. He's absolutely fantastic. I said to him the other day, I was standing there looking behind him. He said, what are you doing? I said, I'm trying to see your wings because the guy's an angel he must be he knows other angels as well like that like John who come to fix me but he's, and you know you ring him and he, he's there I'm so, I'm so lucky that I have him he's such a nice guy as well but um, yeah no that's him although I have used Osborne's for me tacos because you need them for the, I think that's Osborne's we use for the taco heads for the two year calibration and all that kind of stuff um, Tony Mason says better safe than sorry yeah you're dead right Tony it was never a safety issue the worst thing would have happened, it just would have stopped, and I've had to get it recovered. It was never going to, it was never dangerous. It braked, the brakes were fine, the steering was fine, it was never going to ram into someone. But I just didn't want to break down, let someone down on the job, or have someone else's job. I'm kind of trying to be professional about this, and um, you know, I kind of, yeah, I didn't want I, I thought I'm going to make sure it's 100% before I get back on the road, so I'll give it a proper go in, and, and it was. Thank you, um, Ian Merrick. He says you'd make a good project manager. Oh, you like for building sites project manager? My wife deals with him. You know, that kind of thing. Maybe. I don't know. Um, he said, I'm driving, I am driving around with reduced compression on cylinder three in my caddy because I can't afford the cost and time of a full strip down. You see, that's another problem, isn't it, really? You can't do that with lorries either. You can't, if it's not right and you carry on running it and you get a tug from the DVSA and I go, you've got lights all over the dashboard, what are you doing? They'll take your license away. And I go, right, that's it. No operators, no more trucks. We don't take no chances. It took me forever to get that license. I, I ain't taking a risk. But with vans, you see someone in vans, you go, oh! I mean, don't get me wrong, Ian, I'm sure you're a very responsible man, it's but you know, you do a lot of comments. I know this guy's on the ball. But some of them you see him driving down the motorway, you go, oh dear, that's scary. How low are them springs? It's like you know, a like lot sky kind of skyrocket's going like that. Can't actually see the road. Um The big Frank Furter, he says, My van has had a clutch, gearbox, turbo, flywheel two battery injectors all in a week you my friend have a jigsaw van penny my first van was a jigsaw van the good thing about jigsaw vans is you think it's all done like my mate ian who's got the trucks up the road he's got trucks that have done nearly two million miles now you can guarantee it's like triggers broom every every part on that truck at some stage its life has probably been replaced by now but as long as you keep maintaining them as long as you keep on top of them as long as they're tidy why not why go and buy a new one just replace the bits that are broken I mean, some vehicles do get the stage where you go, it's got so many bits broken, it's actually cheaper for me to replace it than it is to repair it. So you've got to be sensible about it, but at the same time, what's in a number plate than me? Um, also, new ones are much more computerised. and That's just, as I am finding out, it's much more of a headache. Uh, domain name guy says, if you'd have learned to day trade from the stock market from your phone, you could have you could put your phone on day trading app and had the potential to make the, the cost of the mechanics bill whilst, whilst in a pub looking at some red and green candles go up and down. Now, you said about this before, and I'm happy to learn all this kind of stuff. I also want to do one about things you can do when sitting on a bay. If you're there for two hours, maybe you can trade, but I don't know anything about the stock market. I, I, I certainly wouldn't bet my house on it, but I possibly would bet, like, I don't know, 100 quid. You think, I'll give it a go. If I lose it, I won't do it again. If I make some money, once I've got my money back, take it out, and what's mine's mine. So I am interested. So if you want to give us some more comments, show me how the app works. Alternatively, if you can make some videos about this yourself, um, I'm quite happy to sort of ping uh, links over to your videos. Anyone who's interested can do it. I'm not plugging it because I don't know anything about it. But if it's the kind of things that you guys are interested in, if it's something you want to do, call it a work in progress. So we're gonna see where that one goes. Uh, B. Carroll. He says, I'm planning to have a spare vehicle. Now, with four vans, I can't afford to have drivers to sit at home indefinitely when something breaks. The problem with that, B. Carroll, is you've get the, you got, the, you got the extra vehicle. You've got to find somewhere to park it. You've got to insure it. You've got to tax it. And then maybe all the vehicles are running. And uh, six weeks later, it's like, oh, I paid tax insurance and parking on a van that's doing absolutely nothing. What what happens, if you have a spare van sitting there, you go, hang on a second. If I'd have had a driver, I could have done that job today. I could have done that job today so you get another driver then you've got five vans you need a spare one i think if it gets to the stage where you've got enough vehicles you can go we've got one van off the road but it doesn't matter because we've got five on which is where i'm trying to get to right now i mean ideally we've got 10 vans off the road but it doesn't matter because we've got a 100 on i guess economies of scale maybe not i don't know but we'll see um and the final word on this topic today goes to Ian again, Ian C11 Yan. He said, truck just needed a break. Take advantage. No prizes for working too hard all the time. It's not worth it. I know, my friend. I'm running up a hill, and I'm halfway up the hill. And I slipped a little bit, but only a little bit, and I'm going to carry on running. I'm going to try and hammer it through November. And I've got a few things. The, the wife's birthday is at the end of November. We've got um, a couple of things booked. We're going to go and see some show, dancer show, that um, Molly's mate's in somewhere in... Norfolk way I don't know And also we're going to see Just Jack Right Just Jack Everyone's going Who's Just Jack um, He's the guy who sang Stars in their eyes so A lot of the time You watch the BBC It's just talking about Very very good uh, So we're going to go And see him in November But I'm um, obviously December I might try and slow down a bit Because And I like to have A couple of days off For Christmas But you're right You know There's no graveyard stone That says I wish i spent More time at work Having said that, I've got family to feed. (laughs) And I am working on doing that. So, right, now we're coming to another regular part of the show. Uh, This is the wise guys. This is people that are telling me things that I don't know, questions that people ask. Uh, Right, Wayne Rawlings, VED is vehicle excise duty. Thanks, Wayne. I didn't Google it. I'm still none the wiser. (laughs) But at least I know what it stands for now. And I do appreciate the input, mate. Input. Thanks very much. Uh, Lee Wesker, um... Oh, because I asked him about doing the, um, he was doing the deliveries, he delivers furniture. He says, and he, I said a bit more information please, which he has gladly provided. He said, all my deliveries are X display, end of line models directly from the showroom as the salespeople sell the item then they call me to deliver to the customer. I do several different stores like DFS Furniture Village, Oakland Furniture, Benson's Bed, the range and homes, places like this. Um, And what I've heard is their own delivery people are not allowed to go into store and move the furniture in the stores. So, so every store has to find its own local delivery firm. I did similar when the kid was working at Laura Ashley's, and like Laura, it's exactly the same principle. Laura Ashley's would deliver Laura Ashley's furniture. You know, you paid like a thousand pounds for the spoons. it's more actually. Um, they would deliver it free of charge. Two guys would turn up in a clean motor. Then, if you went to the massively reduced spoon or the massively reduced sofa, which is what they really were, um, they would go, Yeah, you can have it. That's the price. But how you ship it's your problem. We're not paying the shipping because that's the price. So, then what would happen is because I, the kid was in there, she, they would ring me. And I would get 60 quid for delivering a sofa. Sometimes I could go two miles literally pick it up from the store and drive it because Milton Keynes is like America and it drive it like five blocks away and deliver it the people were happy to pay the 60 quid because they'd just bought a 2000 pound sofa for 800 pound so in their mind they'd say 1200 quid if it's going to cost them another 60 so be it and otherwise hiring a van is a pain but I could give three of them in a day now, when I was in a Luton, my target for the day was 250. I could get 180 quid, load all three up, drive around the Milton Keynes area. I could get 180 quid for two hours' work. It only came once every six months because that's when Laura Ashes had their sales. And if I could have got into more of those, it would have been a winner. So, but it strikes me that's what you've done. So well done you. Fantastic. He also goes on to say, <coughs> on the note of warning on the dashboard, you can get a Bluetooth OB2 reader that will check your engine codes. It's well worth investing one of these. A good one is the Blue Driver. Now, I've seen this. I've Googled it. It, it Bluetooth's to your phone, it's a 100 quid. It's also You it should get the good one. The guy said he showed a link. There is a link to what he says, which shows you to a, um, a YouTube video. There's one on there for 45 quid. And I'm curious to know if the £45 one does anything that the... Um, doesn't do something that the £100 one does I'm also curious enough, they work with trucks But for the sake of also clearing codes in cars And stuff like that Something you'd always got For a £100 investment, it might be worthwhile So if anyone knows anything Again, the wise guys Anyone knows anything about the Blue Driver Or like um, one of those sort of coded readers That clicks into the CPU of the car Please let me know And of course I will pass it on um, Godzilla's he says, nice one, Pete Now he's on. This is on waiting time. Uh, Nice one, Pete. The main problem I get is the 20 minutes free. When does the clock start? You can't set things in stone, and it always needs to be flexible. If the clock starts after you ignore the first twenty minutes, so if you're there for an hour and the first twenty minutes doesn't count, you're looking at say three, you know, thirteen pound thirty-three. Call it a tenner. Now it goes into this in detail. What I'm going to do is I'm actually going to do a video on what is written because I think it's valuable, and I'm going to do my response to it on what I think, and then maybe you guys can comment too. It's just something I'm waiting to. On, that's all. But um, thanks for your input as always, mate. And like I like to say I'm going to do you a personal video on that. I think it's worth it. <coughs> starting out right with another regular <laughs> feature partridges I'm nicking it from him um welcome to another regular feature of the show starting out anyone who's starting out, we're going to give them a bit of a heads up. So, um, Sheena Darvish, he says, hi mate, I'm joining the CX and I received a call from them and they were talking about £1,350 for the first year to join the CX. Can you please kindly talk about this? I don't know how much it is to join the CX. All I say is, if you're going to join, tell them you want the rock bottom package. Own a driver, no frills, basic, as cheap as you can get. And also say, I've spoken to Pete, or i watched Pete's videos, and he says, if you reckon, if he, if, If someone recommends you You give a free month But he's recommended me And he said I want the free month Not me You want the free month Because I don't get nothing The other mod pay me They don't But um, if you can get free time out of them Please do They'll say yes or no It's worth asking the question (coughs) Dave Gibbs He says Hi Pete Do you know how to join the CX for a small van? Just Google it Um there is a link to my website which comes up at the end screen where it tells you how to join the cx or just type courier exchange into google it's going to be all over there just google it like i say i don't gain anything out of it so um google ring them get as much as you can Ah. team elite uk this is pete just starting out as an owner driver looking to buy an 18 ton rigid do i get a box or a curtain so i For the most jobs on the Curry Exchange, I always recommend 18-ton curtain side, because a lot of things are side-loaded. Also, it's less grief, because it's side-loaded. And a tuck-under tail lift. You want a tuck-under tail lift, because if you've got one, then big, fat tail lift that sits on the back, it won't go on a bay. And a lot of jobs, you know, you pick the job up, it's got to go to a distribution centre, turn up with your massive tail lift on the back, and they'll go, you can take that back. They won't take it off with a fork, they won't find a way. They'll just go, see you later. And then you might have to return it for free, so yeah. Double curtain, well, curtain side, tuck under the tail. On to the miscellaneous. Uh, right, Craig MCG125, he says, What are people doing? Why are people charging Sorry, what are people charging for refused loads to be returned? I have said I'll do it the same rate out. Both times were held overnight for an AM delivery. Both times accepted without a sharp intake of breath. For a return load, you get what you can. And a lot of time, it's the lucrative return load. Arguments can be made that you can even charge them more. Because you can turn around. If, for example, you picked a load up going from Portsmouth to Dunstable in the afternoon because you live in Dunstable, and they say, it's got to go back to Portsmouth, they won't accept it, you go, well, I've got to then drive to Portsmouth, then drive back to Dunstable, I'll go down to Portsmouth, I'll get a hotel for the night, or you've got to find someone to take it off, in that situation, you go, look, I'll do it, but I don't really don't want to, just be honest, you know, the world would be a better place if we we're honest, be honest, negotiate with the guys, I'm going to do a separate video on that one, because there's more to go into there, but yeah, you can at least charge exactly the same to bring it back. Oh, But then, having said that, I've always said if I take a load out and they refuse it, and it's my first job of the day, and the second job's going to take me home, I would say to them, Look, you can have it for half price. You can have it for two thirds of the price. It's going to take me home. I'll do you a favour. Because, you know, I've got no dead miles. I can go straight home afterwards. But, yeah, like I say, we will go into that in greater detail. Uh, Supercross says, Morning. I'll go into greater detail. I've done enough detail there, but I'll go into greater detail just in case anyone needs to look that point up particularly, and then it'll be, you know, like a, a separate heading. Supercross again. Uh, pleased to hear from you making comments, my friend. Nice to see a new new guy, like, you know. Uh, morning, Pete. Are you getting much work from the pallet networks? No, don't use pallet networks. We basically get most of our work either from the CX or our own um, uh, end user subscribers, quite a few of which are starting to pick up a bit now. Word is getting out there. Do a decent job. Thank you so you know. Um... We did use that returnloads.net. Waste of time. Most of it either comes from CX or just customers. And Supercross also says, uh, Why charge less for a backload if you're covering the same miles? So again, that's what we'll cover in detail when we go into Craig MCG125. Um, Jeremy Hawke said, uh, the, oh, because we're talking about the fact that we did the cabotage. You know, I did forget the comment in between to the guy who commented. Thanks very much. I'm sorry I missed you. Um, he said, This is a stitch up to the UK transport industry. The law is being applied here and we can't enjoy it in the EU. Companies will now start losing business to EU wagons undercutting. Uh, to me, it's a bit like saying fishing rights. You can come and fish in our waters, but we can't come and fish in yours. It's exactly the same thing. The one thing I will say, I was having a conversation with um, Giuseppe and um, Ian. Is it Ian? I forget his name. Yeah, he's Ian. Um, up the road, who, who both run Arctics and Giuseppe. It's a big-time Charlie, kind of big time Charlie. slightly bigger than me. And they were telling me, Giuseppe said, I had a driver come in from Italy, and he said, I had a return load going back to Milan. He said, I've got a return load for you, back to my land. Do you want it? He went, no, not interested. And he said, look, he said the paperwork He said I will have the paperwork ready for you So by the time you get down to Dover The paperwork will be sitting there waiting for you He said I'm not interested He said it's such a headache He said even to get out of the country at the moment empty You need He said Before you can just open the door Empty yeah on you go mate no, no not anymore Now you need paperwork to get out empty It's just me. On top of this, I mean, they told me. I said, "Well, I don't believe you." Apparently, there's going to be changes to the driving rules where the um, they now say you don't have to reverse on your test. I I said, "No," I I said, "You're you're winding me up." I I said, "I don't believe you." I don't believe you. Talking nonsense. Went home and googled it. It's true. They're thinking about changing the rules for for towing vehicles. They're just desperate to try and get drivers in. The whole thing's crazy. I think there's certainly another video coming up on this one. I tell you, mental. Uh, Tom Marshall. Right. He says, dude. He said the more you talk about it and put it on here, the more you will lose this money. Stop spreading word of the app. You're not the first to say this, Tom. I've done you an own personal video, I've covered it before, but there's a couple of other bits I wanted to add, so I've added another it will come up soon. Um and also he says for the sake of five thousand subscribers. 5,000 subscribers is kind of a big deal on YouTube, it's taken me a very long time to get here, I'm quite proud of it, like, you know, and I'm still trying to build that one, but I've done your video with a little bit more explanation, and um, I know I've done it before, so you can forward it if you've heard it all before, but there is a few other points I just wanted to add, like, you know. Uh, Conning Crookston says, I listen to Audible while driving, can't find your books on there, they're not, mate, I'm a small-time Charlie, I just, I, I thought about it, I tried once trying to record it myself, like on YouTube segments, so if you've got that, you've got that, you YouTube thing, you, the premium, you can play it without seeing it you, Or you can listen to it I'm not great at reading out loud, as you probably know And went off-piste a couple of times And no, unfortunately it's not the case at the moment If anybody knows anything about recording books of YouTube Well, I've said this before, if audible or anything Let me know, but uh, no, unfortunately not Maybe one day It's a shame, because they're really good But um, maybe one day Domain Name Guy says You could put your YouTube shorts on... Patrepan, P-A-T-R-E-P-N, which people will pay you a small amount of money for, for additional PayPal links and and donations, I probably could, but I I don't know what it is, and I don't want the money, you know, I get the money from the adverts, I get the money from the other mob, the circuit mob, the adverts, the insurance people sometimes, don't want the money from you, you watch the adverts at the beginning, that's enough for me, thanks very much, and you also comment, and you contribute, and you help me, nah, it's fine. Say that now. <laughs> <laughs> one day just, you might yeah, I'm going to charge everybody. Cheddar cheese for Pete. Not that nice. Really not. Um, we are on it. it. Says, when quoting on a job on the CX, should you include toll charges as an extra or just add it on the quote without mentioning it? There's a video coming on this. You, your quote is your quote, if you get hit by tells after that's your problem but we'll go into detail on that because once again that's a video that could re- really needs it's own heading, thanks for the comment, uh, Jim on the run says in very shouty letters do not go to the factoring company, you are a prisoner and, and when times come good it will cost you a fortune to get out, trust me I've been there, yeah it costs us to get out of our first factoring company and they were shysters And it turned out we didn't get a lot of the money they should have paid us. The problem is with some people, Jim, on the run like me, I wouldn't have started without a factoring company. The whole thing never would have happened. Because when I was on the floor, when I was doing the markets, I couldn't run for two months without a factoring company. So if you can do it without, God, yes, do it without. If you have to use them, either get a good one. And I've got to say, Skipton's are very good for the dough they charge and for the things they do. And don't get me wrong, if I recommend someone to Skipton's, they take them, they're supposed to pay me a piano. I've never had it yet, but um, they're very fussy about the people they take as well. It's kind of like if you can afford to go to a factoring company, you don't need a factoring company. You know that that old adage? Uh, A bank is an an organisation that will lend you an umbrella when it's not raining. Kind of like that. But, uh, yeah, if you don't have to do it, don't do it. Go to your brother-in-law, go to your uncle, go to your mates, wake up a credit card, pay off as quick as you can, and then when you're in, you're in. Um, Ski Savoli says... I'm old, <laughs> so have a seven and a half tonne license on my license. I too am old and have seven and a half tonne on my license. Although no, now I've got 80, I've now got um, class two on my license too. Um, he said, I also have CPC and a taco card, as so I have category D coach license, but I'm able to run a seven and a half tonne because you've got granddad rights. You can drive seven and a half tonne. Surely you need an operator's license, Colin. Yes, unfortunately, Colin, you do. You don't need an operator's license to drive a truck. But you need an operator's license to run a truck. So I could sit in an office and I could have 10 trucks. I, I, I could be 21 and, and just have a motorbike license. I don't know, or I could get the bus, but I could still run 10 trucks. I couldn't drive them. But if you're going to drive a truck, you also need to be able to run the truck or have someone else running that truck for you. So, yes, you can't just. That's why I said lorries are the way forward. We should all be driving 18 ton, double. double you know tuck under tail lift but trucks are involved you can't just jump in a truck and drive it and if that's the case loot and van tail lift go outside Marius, way is bristol a good area for the cx bristol's on the cusp it's not the greatest it's not the worst I'm going to do a video on this for you, mate, because it's another one worth going into. Things that are on the cusp, and things that are on the cusp because they're in the zone, because now, as far as I'm concerned, London might might as well be under water. It used to be just over there. Now it's like Atlantis. And the final word this word goes to Lisa Mead as she made the last comment before I um, did the thing. Oh, not quite the final word because there's a conclusion. She said, I used to drive seven and a half tonners. Now I will only drive a van. I can't handle the government bullying. It's all just a scam to get money out of you. I, I can make more money in a long wheel based van at the end of the year. Also, co-loading is the only way you ever get rich career driving. You just need to be completely honest with everyone involved. Lisa, you do her. You do you. I know she's um, saving up a jump on a CX, or I believe she was. Uh, maybe you've got there now. I hope you have. And I hope if you do, I hope it works out for you. As for co-loading, co-loading is not prohibited on the exchange. Actually, the, the exchange is um, dedicated, direct, you know, direct delivery dedicated vehicle. But um, you can co-load as long as you tell both parties that you're co-loading. And if you've got your own customer who doesn't really mind when it gets there, and you can then use the CX to go, look, I've got something on board, but I'm picking yours up first and dropping yours off, picking yours up and dropping yours off before I do this one. Most people are fine about it. Co-loading is not a no-no. It's just a no-no if you don't tell people about it and then disappear off for three hours to do another job when you should be doing that. And finally, in conclusion, we come to Steve Steve Campbell because I did the video on the multi-drop this week. And because, oh, by the way, anyone's got any comments on the multi-drop, please add them because I'm gonna do it monthly. I do it for the circuit people um, and I do it to help the multi-drop people out, but mainly for the circuit people. uh, but, yeah, so any comments, if you've got experience with multi drop, please add them. And I, I, anyone who's made comments on multi drop, they will come up on the video. Uh, Steve Campbell says, because he did about Courtons, he says, sacked me for that video because he was working for Coltons and he uploaded a video of them broken down in a van outside a school entrance. So they fired him. <laughs> anyway, Steve, like I say, happy birthday for tomorrow. And I hope I hope it's something and nothing, mate. I genuinely do. Chances are it probably is. So that's it. Getting a bit cold. Besides, 4 o'clock, my birthday, I'm going to go and have a drink. And I'm going to, then I'm going to, and I've got a nice late job for tomorrow, although I won't ever do it, I never do. And that means I can get up in the morning and take care and take money. Have a good Sunday, guys. Take care. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app.